Hi there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Peltier. And I'm Ben Che. This week, we're bringing you the second of our whole program specials devoted to the 56th Venice Biennale. In our earlier look at the Biennale, we focused on Asian artists, including Hong Kong's representative, and some of the collateral events taking place outside the national pavilions. This week, we look at some of the national contributions and the central exhibition, All the World's Futures. There were going to be 19 national pavilions in this year's Venice Biennale. That didn't happen because three pulled out. Costa Rica withdrew after artists complained that out of 50 artists represented, 46 were not from Costa Rica and each had paid 5,000 euros per piece to get there. Kenya ran into controversy after planning to submit 10 Chinese artists, one Italian and one Kenyan, supposedly to represent Kenyan art. And Nigeria's government, facing an election year, decided it didn't want to risk being accused of wasting money on art and simply did not pay the necessary fees to take part. The withdrawal of three national pavilions, two of them African, did provide a slightly controversial start to this year's 56th Venice Biennale. But if it did have an effect on the specifically national participations, it had relatively less on the Central International Exhibition, curated by Okwe and Wazor. This year, that exhibition has expanded from the central pavilion in the Giardini to the Arsenale and other areas. It includes works from 53 countries by 136 artists, 88 of whom are appearing for the first time. 159 of the works on display are expressly commissioned. Nigerian-born Enwezor, now based in New York and Munich, has spent much of his career encouraging a shift away from a predominantly Eurocentric view of the art world towards one that incorporates areas long seen as somewhat peripheral. This year's central show includes the works of 36 artists of African descent. Enwezor says he wants to lead artists from all over the world to explore the intersection of art and culture. In this exhibition, All the World's Futures, he's also encouraging them to explore social and political divisions. I didn't want to make an exhibition that is quiet, that is contemplative. I wanted to sort of to say an exhibition in which all the senses are, are working, in which you know, the, the noise of the world really fills the space and then demands that for you to find your own zone of concentration to see things. Nazca Murillo, his paintings were sort of hung like carcass on meat hooks. They immediately were abstract work, and I asked him to consider the possibility of engaging with this architecture, to do something in that vein, to think about the possibility of using the verticality of the entrance. And he came up with this, and I think it's fantastic. As you go inside, you see the work of Fabio Maori. So it depends on the artist, and I think that all of them have been through personal engagement, personal discussions, to see how they can intervene into my own pieces and to make those you know, pieces itself come alive. The important thing about the arena is that it's not only just a space for the region of that capital, but there will be a series of annotations of this work of this mammoth work by Karl Marx, 
through the work of writers, artists, composers. For Enwezor, whose particular areas of interest include art of the African countries and the contemporary art of the African diaspora, it was important to allow a space for those voices to appear. In 1983, London-born Isaac Julian was one of several artists who founded the Sankofa Film and Video Collective. The word Sankofa is an Akan word that means reach back and get it, and signifies his own interest in the collective experience of the African diaspora. At the Biennale, not only is he directing the readings of Marx's Das Kapital and presenting a two-screen installation, Kapital, He's also joined forces with a luxury car manufacturer to debut a new film installation, Stones Against Diamonds. It's a work about Lina Babadi, and Lina Babadi is an architect who was born in Italy and went to Brazil after the Second World War. This work, which is really a meditation on her iconic architectural works, she made these amazing glass easels which were used as an apparatus for displaying paintings, and also this amazing staircase, which is part of her museum in Bayer in Brazil. And what I've done to take these iconic elements and to place them into the ice cave, which is situated in Iceland. It's called Stones Against Diamonds, which takes a title from a Lina Babadi letter. And in the letter, she talks about her love of semi-precious stones, as to kind of gemstones. And in a way, we're taking this architectural motif for her love of coarse stones as a kind of motif for the glacier and the ice cave that we find ourselves in, which in a sense is not conventionally that precious at all, but nonetheless very beautiful. Appearing in the film as an iconic image of Lina Bobardi is Vanessa Myrie, for whom this is the fifth collaboration with Julian. He would talk to me about things that Lina Bobardi had done, so I would try and think about how she may have seen that, particularly with the easels. It was how I was thinking what she might have thought when she had the concept of the idea and then seeing it realised. So I had to look at it through her eyes, as it were, or try to. Many visitors to Enwezor's All the World's Futures International show have noted that it highlights considerable conflict, national, political and social. The perception that we live in unsettled times carried over into many of the national pavilions, including those of Chile and Brazil. Chile Pavilion, Poetics of Descent, incorporates works by photographer Paz Erazuris and performance and video artist Lottie Rosenfeld. Chile, 
sino que es una época en que está enteramente vigilada la ciudad y yo trabajo en un espacio público, acciones de arte. Porque yo quiero dirigirme al público amplio, al, al transeúnte que, que camina por las calles. Eh, es un llamado de atención a, a, al acatamiento de una orden que se, que se obedece de forma irreflexiva. Bueno, yo pienso de que todo arte es político, tiene una posición política, desde una acuarela hasta una acción de arte realizada en el espacio urbano. Me interesa un arte que, que haga dialogar imágenes inesperadas y que desde ahí se pueda sacar una conclusión was difficult to be accepted by them because of the Chilean dictatorship. It was a very rough time for everybody, but especially militaries would not accept the transvestites. First of all, I, I can't call them minority. I, I think they are majorities. Uh, it's uh, the case of power who's very elitical and doesn't ever see the rest of us. As a woman, I'm also part of this, you know, and, and uh, I, I am uh, trying to find out about identity, you know, it's uh, not really to, to show this world to, to the rest of people, but to find myself, you know, where, where am I, you know. It's a constant search for me. I try to, to apply, let's say, an anthropological method to get close to people I want to photograph and spend a lot of time without taking photographs first. Then it becomes very interesting and I am very committed with my work the fact of uh, political resistance or prove how life is under this transition to democracy. This work here, I did it in a psychiatric hospital. This particular group of people called me aunt, you know. <laughs> they felt so close to me and they were so happy to be photographed, to be looked after. I was such an impact to me. So in this aspect, photography becomes a, a respect, a relationship, and I give them a place in the world. That was this ex particular experience that surprised me. I mean, it hurt me, you know, in a way. The Brazilian National Pavilion, built in 1964, already has a reputation for focusing on the social-political issues of its time. 
This year, Brazil showcases works of three artists inspired by the demonstrations that took place in the country in 2013. As with the works in the Chile Pavilion, the emphasis is as much on politics as on art. The project born in 2013 when the demonstration in Brazil was not only like a medium class, the intellectual class was like a very popular, like the cleaner and the bus driver. Everyone was on the street contesting. So all that time I think about like this installation um, because it's a it's a research that I'm I'm doing since some some years, try to understand some codes, some concepts, some reference of base of our society. For this work, I create like these two corridors, make it oblige the public to get in on the space, and the, these corridors start to get smaller, the large getting smaller. When the people get inside, the first feeling is like this brief, like this first sensation of freedom. But realize that you're inside the case. I think it's mostly a reflection about the free will, the liberty, like the, the freedom. Also deeply motivated by the demonstration in 2013, Bernard Rialli, another artist in the show, did not directly make reference to the demonstration, but rather presented metaphors or hidden messages based on the great events in Brazil that people often celebrate. Meu trabalho é, do pavilhão, ele fala de problemas é, dos sociais, mas enquanto os grandes projetos acontecem, Copa do Mundo, Olimpíadas, e esse vídeo, ele foi feito pensando nisso, né? É, como o Brasil, ele está numa época de grandes projetos, mas esconde, na realidade, grandes problemas sociais. Meu trabalho, ele não faz é, referência à ditadura histórica que nós tivemos no Brasil na época, por exemplo, de 64. Mas o meu trabalho faz uma referência ao poder, a como esse poder se impõe ao ponto de ser ditatorial, quando ele nos obriga a viver em situações decadentes, como o caso que eu mostro dos prisioneiros. Mas eu acredito que os artistas têm que tentar, de alguma maneira, através do seu trabalho, é, fazer com que as pessoas pensem um pouco sobre o mundo onde vivem. Political issues are also reaching into the exhibition halls in unprecedented ways. The Ukraine has its own national pavilion, but at the Russian pavilion, a group of Ukrainian artists and activists decided to stage a mock occupation called On Vacation. Mimicking the Russian military involvement in East Ukraine, the group of artists put on military uniforms and invited visitors to go on the same vacation with them, and not necessarily only to the Russian pavilion. What we're doing on vacation, it is project for the artists, different people who just put on themselves these military uniforms with this hashtag and go to 
pavilion of any country, but it is like symbolic. It was a little bit the same in Crimea uh, one year ago when green people without any science came to the Crimea and they've been on vacations. They didn't say anything. We probably do the same, but we are much more uh, peaceful, of course. We are not violent and we are not aggressive people. We just uh, do this... Um, uh, we show to other people and invite to think what is occupation. Come to this, to Russia pavilion, because I don't want to show that I hate this pavilion, but I mean the official power. Just 20 feet away from the Russian pavilion, in the Japanese pavilion, artist Chiharu Shiota has created a large-scale installation made up of red wool, more than 50,000 old keys, and two dilapidated-looking boats. The cloud of red yarn almost obscures the ceiling, and Shiota has long used everyday objects such as beds, windows, and shoes in her work to explore the relationship between living and dying and to hint at memories of daily life. タイトルはその手のひらの鍵というタイトルで、まあ、あの、骨が2層会場の中にあるんですけども、その骨は手を表しています。その手、あの、手が5万本の鍵を、あの、あの、持って、持っている状態を、あの、記憶の繋がった
If that turns out to be, as some critics have suggested, something that can't really be achieved, it's because all the world's futures are too complex to be boiled down into any single vision. And that's, most crucially, what art reflects most of all. As a curator, there is no strategy, there is no preparation, there is no rule book with which one arrives as a curator of Venice Biennale. It's a mystery. It's an exhibition made in the spirit of facing the rock of the present. The present that is unruly, unbounded, unbuilt by so many social forces, each seeking a way to be heard. And that is why all the world futures, all the world's futures is not an exhibition about singularity. It is an exhibition, not only of plurality, but of multiplicity.